In this episode, we're going to talk about two ways to build a habit. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at two strategies for building habits, adding habits into our lives. Now, we've talked about habits on this show a lot, but that's just how critical it is. And I've been doing so much more reading on this topic because I fully recognize the value it has for creating consistency in our behaviors. And ultimately, as you know, as I say on this show all the time, Change in outcomes comes from change in behavior consistently over time. So habits are a massive tool for creating change in our lives, and that's why I want to tackle it again. So this should be a super good episode. Now, before we jump into that, support for this episode comes from Blinkist. These days, it can be hard to find the time to sit down and learn more. It's not easy when social media is designed to be addictive and time-consuming, not to mention having access to any TV show or movie at your fingertips. You may think you don't have the time to develop yourself, but you do. There's an app I highly recommend. It's called Blinkist, and honestly, it might just change your life. Blinkist is for anyone who cares about learning but doesn't have a lot of time. Blinkist takes the key ideas and insights from over 4,000 nonfiction bestsellers in more than 27 categories and gathers them together in 15-minute text and audio explainers that help you understand more about the core ideas. Use the blinks to get into a topic quickly, find new topics to grow from, or figure out which books you want to spend more time on. What's more, they've now teamed up with popular podcast creators to blink those for you too, so you can get to the heart of a podcast episode fast. Now, I've been using Blinkist a lot lately because Saturdays, I am doing episodes based on books just like this one. This episode is based on a book that I recently read, and it's based on the ideas shared in that book that I then expand on. Blinkist has been such a massive tool for helping me get that done quickly. I can dive into a book, learn the key ideas, decide if I want to dive deeper or not, or if I've got everything I need to put together an episode, and I can do that in 15 minutes or less while doing a workout or whatever it is I might be doing. So right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for listeners of Tiny Leaps. Head over to Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to start your free seven-day trial and get 25% off a Blinkist premium membership. Two books I'd recommend once you join is Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker and Start With Why by Simon Sinek. So head over to Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to get 25% off and a seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com slash tiny leaps. We've discussed at length on this podcast the importance of utilizing habits to help you create the life you're looking for rather than always needing to make decisions. To keep this short, change happens because our actions change. Those changes in our actions, when done consistently, produce changes in our outcomes. Those changes in our outcomes create new opportunities, expand our minds, and enable us to push even further. 
It's a simple dynamic, really. But changing our actions and staying consistent with those changes is where the problem starts. Humans are complicated and life is complex. When trying to create changes in behavior, we run into all kinds of problems designed to derail us. This is why relying on willpower and decision making leads to failure. Eventually, those tools fail us because something gets in the way. But habits and routines, they just happen. Or at least they have a higher likelihood of just happening. There's less energy expenditure required, so we're able to just act. But habits aren't always easy to develop, and that's why I want to share two different approaches to developing habits today. With that said, while these two approaches are different, I wouldn't say that they are competing ideas. Rather, they're different tool sets that are available to you depending on your need. So a few weeks ago, I was reading the book, Good Habits, Bad Habits by Wendy Wood. In it, she breaks down the role that habits play in our lives, why they are more valuable than willpower and how a habit forms. It's a good book. I'd honestly recommend picking it up. Now, in the book, she talks about habit stacking, which we've discussed here before. The idea is simple to use your existing habits to make it easier to build a new habit. She also discusses habit swapping. Habit swapping we haven't really talked about on this podcast before, but it's simply the idea of replacing an existing habit with a new one. These are the two approaches we're going to be looking at today, habit stacking and habit swapping. Before we do that, though, let's quickly review the way that habits are built. First, we need a trigger. Then we need a behavior. And finally, we need a reward. This is called a habit loop. One thing to pay attention to is that each of these strategies, both habit stacking and habit swapping, make creating habits easier by taking advantage of your existing habit loops. Rather than trying to create a whole new loop from scratch, which requires an enormous amount of willpower, we use the ones that already exist in our lives, both good and bad, to create new ones. So first we have habit stacking. Again, this is the process of using an existing habit to help you build your next habit by stacking it on top. And to help drive this point home, I'll give a personal example here. I recently wanted to get back into weightlifting now that it's winter and I won't be able to reliably run as much as I did during the spring and summer. The problem is that I hadn't really lifted weights all year. With the pandemic hitting, I canceled my gym membership and have really just used running as my workout. So I wanted to add in this habit. The best way for me to do that was to look at my existing life and routine and find the best place to include it. When I sat down to look at my life, I decided that the only reliable time that I could get that session in was after lunch and before my evening shower. And typically, I have lunch around 3.30 p.m. or 4 p.m. as I eat a late breakfast, and I like showering around 5.30 or 6 p.m. to end my workday and help transition me into the evening. So I decided that since I already have these two habits established, I was going to use them as the trigger and reward for my new habit. I added my weight session about an hour after lunch at 4.30. This would then be capped off by my shower and be the end of my workday. My existing habit of eating lunch became the trigger. I inserted the new behavior and used an existing habit as the reward. This is how habit stacking works. You add a new habit into the existing loops that you already have. Then we have habit swapping. This is the process of replacing an existing habit with a better one. This one requires a bit more willpower than habit stacking does, but is an effective way to replace bad habits that are holding you back rather than just adding new habits into the mix. 
So let's say that you have a habit of eating dessert after dinner and you want to change that. And let me be totally clear here. Uh, I do this pretty much every night. So this is really just about if you want to change it. It's not inherently bad to have dessert every night. It's only bad if it goes against the things you want, if it holds you back from achieving your stated goals. But let's say just for the sake of example that you do want to change that. A simple habit swap would be to trade ice cream or cake for fruit or a smoothie. You use the same habit loop, which is I finish dinner. I'm eating. I want to eat something sweet. I eat something sweet. And then the reward is the sweet taste. All you need to do for a swap is change the something sweet part. Everything else stays the same. In fact, you're building into the exact same habit. You're just swapping the thing that provides the reward. That allows you to have a habit that is a little bit healthier without actually having to build something from scratch. Now, it does take a bit more work than just habit stacking because you have to actively try. You have to actively catch yourself failing a lot and choose to keep returning to it. But since you're using an established habit loop, it makes things significantly easier than if you just started from scratch. So these are your two tools, habit stacking and habit swapping. They both aim to minimize your reliance on willpower and help you create changes in your day-to-day actions in order to change your outcome. The important thing is that they rely on your existing habit loops, which helps you to save a bit of energy and therefore makes it more likely that you'll follow through. But again, These shouldn't be thought of as competing ideas. Habit stacking works best when you are generally happy with your habits and want to add something to the mix. Habit swapping works best when you are unhappy with a habit and want to replace it with something better. Both are powerful additions to your toolkit that, if used correctly, can help you produce the outcomes you're looking for. So I hope this was helpful to you. Be sure to reach out to the podcast over on Instagram at Tiny Leaps or on Twitter at Tiny Leaps. I'd love to connect with you there. Hear your thoughts on this episode and just learn more about what you are going through in your own life and what solutions you've found. I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you are listening today. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.